0: the bread of life, I ask for that anointing, that anointing that cannot lie but speaks the truth of your word. Father, we ask this night not only for that anointing but we ask for understanding of your word. We ask you to enlighten our hearts to truth that we may grow up and be mature in Christ Jesus. Father, we ask this night for the revelation to be unfolded in our spirits. And Father, we give you honor and glory and praise for the magnificent name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And everybody shouted, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Turn with me tonight, if you will, to the fifth chapter of the book of Hebrews. Hebrews, the fifth chapter. Praise be unto God. We started this morning talking about being skillful in righteousness, being skillful in righteousness. Righteousness is a force that is placed within your heart at the new birth. It is a force inside your spirit that will cause you to stand before Almighty God it will cause you to be able to pray a prayer that is dynamite, dynamic. Praise be unto God. You know, First Peter, uh, 312 said the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open to his prayers. The reason they're open to it, the righteousness placed in you at the new birth, blessed be God, is the righteousness of God. It's just kind of like fluorescent to God. I mean, He's laying there, it is right over there. What's that coming up here? Praise God. What's that radiating out of those people? It is a force on the inside of them, bless God, that hell cannot deny, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Hebrews the fifth chapter, starting in the twelfth verse, For when times ye ought to be teachers ye have need that one teach you again, which is the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Twentieth century translation said you still need someone to teach you the very alphabet of the divine revelation. A divine revelation. See, to use your righteousness, you have to have a divine revelation from the Spirit of God. It has to be unworthy. You know. If you don't know your righteousness, that has nothing to do with it whether you're righteous or not. Your righteousness can only do you good, though, when you know that you've been made the righteousness of Almighty God, that you know without a shadow of a doubt that when I bow to pray, that I do contact heaven, that my prayer is listened to by Almighty God, that I do get my prayer answered, and when I pray, a force is exerted out of my spirit that God placed there, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Praise God. You still need someone, 20th century said, to teach you the very alphabet of the divine revelation. Cotton Patch translates it. He said you need to be taught again the very kindergarten stuff of the gospel. The kindergarten stuff. See, you may not realize this, and you may think, well, bless God, this is one of the most powerful things that that, that I've ever learned is my righteousness, but that's still kindergarten stuff. Do you know that most Christians don't even know the kindergarten stuff? Do you know that? Most Christians, I'm not talking about half of them, I'm not talking, I I know I'm around preachers and I know this, that people don't advance beyond their preacher, what they hear, they just don't. And without a knowledge of who you are and your righteousness, you'll stay in the kindergarten stage. You you won't even graduate to the first grade. Amen. Amen. I said "Amen." amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, what is this revelation that he's talking about? Thirteenth verse that everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness for he's a babe. He's unskillful, unskillful in the word of righteousness. See, you have to become skillful. When you become skillful in the word of righteousness, that means you are maturing. That means you're growing up. Hallelujah. That means that you are a danger to Satan. That means that you're becoming a seasoned veteran in God's army, praise God. That you're able to pray the prayer of faith and shake heaven and earth, praise be unto God. And when you do, there is something that exerts a force out of you called a force of righteousness, praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise be unto God. He said, for everyone that uses milk. Now, Peter said, desire the sincere milk of the word that you grow thereby. How many of you know people that's been saved 10, 15, 20, 30 years and never has grown any? Amen? You know, I can use examples. You know, I use my wife as the example a lot of times uh, for the simple reason. Uh, she can't do nothing about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Amen. But, but my, my wife got saved, you know. She was saved seven years before I got saved. And uh, her knowledge of the Word of God was that uh, when she died, she's going to go to heaven. Now, that was the highest revelation she had. That's right. That's the truth. She had fire insurance, and that's all. That, she didn't know anything else. I mean, nothing. I know one Sunday, I, I, some reason I, I stayed home on Sundays for a you know, I, I, didn't, I usually went somewhere on, every weekend, went fishing or doing something. I was always going somewhere. But anyway, she came in, and she had real long brown hair, seems like. I do remember that. Anyway, she had long hair. She came in and her hair was wet. And I said, Honey, where you been? I thought she'd been swimming. Well, I got baptized today. You know, a real spirit of love on her, you know. I got baptized today. It's any of your business, you know. <laughs> baptized? I didn't even know she's going to church. you <laughs> well, You been going to church or something, you know? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, what I'm trying to tell you is this. Most Christians don't even know enough to exert any kind of force. There's no force in their family. I don't mean a dominating force. I mean a force of the love of Almighty God that cannot be conquered, praise God. A force driving out of you that comes straight from the very throne room of our God. Hallelujah. And any problem that comes up, you're equipped to handle it because the righteousness of God is a force that will annihilate anything of the enemy, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. So, anyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. Peter said, desire the sincere milk of the word that you'll grow thereby. If a person doesn't grow, he ain't even getting no milk. But milk will make them grow. You know, up to a point, you know. Praise God, praise God, praise God. But God doesn't want us staying on milk. He wants us on that solid meat. But let me tell you something. Now, we teach about righteousness and the solid meat of righteousness, but really righteousness is milk. Righteousness is milk. Do you understand that? He said the first principles, 12 verse, when when you ought to be teachers, you have need of one, to teach you again which is the first principles of the oracles. God, this first principle. This first grade stuff. This is first This is what we used to call the first reader. Amen. Any of y'all ever remember the little blue book was the first reader? And then you graduated into the little brown book was the second reader. And then they had a little orange book, you got into the third reader. Amen. And I think that's about where I finished up about the third reader. See. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. But the first principles of the oracles of God is simply this. You, one of the things is your righteousness. You cannot grow. See, this is the seed ground in which you grow into maturity out of. You cannot mature. You cannot grow like God wants you to unless you know your righteousness and begin to grow from that point. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. 13th verse, for everyone who uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness for he is a babe. Connie Barr said he's ignorant of the doctrine of righteousness. New Berkeley translation said he is inexperienced in the doctrine of being righteous. I like that better. He's inexperienced in it. He doesn't you know, well I know I'm saved. Well I know I love the Lord and I know I'm going to walk in love. I'm going to try to do the best I can brother So. But if you don't know your righteousness and know what you can do, you're always trying to get someone else to do your praying for you, trying to get someone else to do your believing God for you, trying to get your healing for you, someone else praying when you have a financial need, someone else always doing it for you. That's why pastors, a lot of times, they are work to death. I mean, day and night, they have to run here, they have to run here, they have to run here. I'm not one of them running preachers. Amen. I don't have to run over here and take care of this sheep and time and get over here. I've got the uh, the bull out of this one. There's another one over here. I've got to get that one out of here. Oh, bless God. Here's a crippled one over here. I've got to get this one out of Oh, and this and over here. His leg's broke. Oh, and this fellow over here. Oh, my God, look at him. He's broke. I don't do that because I'm going to teach you about the first principles of the oracles of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I ain't no big time telephone man anyway, see. I know when I go to heaven, when I die, and if I hear something ring, I know I done missed heaven made hell. Praise God. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Inexperienced in the doctrine of being righteous. Praise God. Cotton Patch. He translates that, I like this. In fact, you'll still be on the bottle and you can't take solid food, unless you know you're righteous. This fellow who's still on the bottle is not a seasoned veteran. He's not a seasoned veteran. See, a seasoned veteran, you can put him on the front line out there to face Satan. Satan. He can put him on the front line out there where sin, sickness, and disease, you can parachute him in behind enemy lines. This fellow's got a force behind him. Man, this guy is the green beret of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He's got something. He knows who he is. He's equipped to handle anything that comes his way. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fourteenth verse said, But strong meat belongs to them as full age, or full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised, to earn both good and evil. Praise God. Haman's translation said he's habitually trained. See, habitually trained. Amen. Habitually. Another translation said, Because of habit, because of habit, because of habit. A S Way translates that. It said, I use the term solid food as indicating the stage of spiritual maturity of those who through use of their opportunity Ever after don't wait till that child's laying there with a hundred and five fever and start out believing something don't wait till you 've got a hundred and five fever to believe God and a, a crisis on your hand. Start out, blessed be God, using your righteousness when a financial need comes up when you need thirty five dollars to pay that bill. Start using your righteousness when the when Paul's and ivy gets on somebody. start using your righteousness, bless God. When a headache comes. Amen. Don't wait till you're diagnosed with with terminal cancer. Lord, I'm trying to believe. See, let me tell you something. It's easy to believe God when you're healthy. Do you know that? When you feel good. That's the time to start exercising. Because, see, listen to me. If you use your righteousness, I'm the righteousness of Almighty God in Christ. Hallelujah. I stand before Almighty God, pure, holy, sanctified in Christ Jesus. I am the new creation made in the image of Almighty God with his righteousness. Then I can stand before God as Jesus did with no sense of inferiority, no sense of condemnation, no sense of unworthiness, no sense of, of, of any failure about me. I can pray the prayer of faith knowing that if I take the word of God, I get my prayer answered every time amen, amen. amen. can you say amen? amen then that's when I can grow because if I can get one prayer answered I can get two and if I can get two I can get four but see if I can't get one answered and I've always got to call the prayer tire, and I've always got to call my preacher and I've got to go call this old holy woman over here I've got to get someone else to do my praying, do my believing. See, if I've always got to lean on somebody else other than my righteousness in Christ Jesus, then I'll never grow. See? You know, that's why when a person comes in to the body of Christ and is born again, that's why when he has a problem, he's a baby, he calls. He calls. But God don't want you staying babies. Amen? Amen. If you have something wrong, call, and the body will stand together. Hallelujah. We'll stand together and believe God together. And get it done every time. Praise God. Get it handled every single time. Amen. Amen. Praise be unto God. Nothing wrong with calling. You know, I've had folks been saved many years to call and said, I just ain't made connections. I don't well, what, what I ought to do. Bless God, we'll do something. What will you do? We'll believe God together. That's what we'll do. We'll believe God. We'll listen, but we'll meditate on those scriptures of who you are and, and, and your righteousness. And then as we do, it'll exert a force, praise God, that will open you up to receive that which God has for us. Amen. Way said, through use of their opportunities, every opportunity. Don't, don't wait till a major crisis comes up, see? A lot of people want to believe God, exercise their faith. They want to trust God when a major crisis comes up. Don't wait till then. Hallelujah. I know when I first got saved, heard a little something about faith, I decided I'll just believe God for $2,000. And, you know, that don't sound like much now, but back then, $2,000. I was going to believe God for $2,000. I prayed and believed God, and I took hold of God when I prayed and knew I had it. How many of you know when you, when you make connections? Say, I make connections. I had it. It's mine. It's mine. But I made a mistake. I told my wife. She said, you don't deserve $2,000. And there went my $2,000 down the road. I know when it left. Say, I know when it left. You say, well, how come it left? You was believing Let me tell you something. A lot of times best when you believe in something to keep it to yourself. Amen? I'll tell you why it left, because I didn't have enough word in me on that subject to hold it, praise God. I didn't care whether she said it or not, but I'll tell you what, I was smart enough to know this. That idea, I might not have got that 2000 but I tell you what, I know if I can get one thing from God, I can get two, and if I can get two, I can get three, and if I can get three, I can get something. So I start out, I just believed God for $5. I said, I'll just get something. Amen? Ain't no something beats nothing. Amen. Every time. Amen. Any of y'all ever figured out nothing from nothing still leaves nothing? So I didn't start with nothing. I started believing Him for five. I believe God for five. I didn't tell nobody. Bless God. Every day I thank God I got that five dollars. I'm believing you. Hallelujah. I stand before you this day, Lord. I'm believing you for that five. And when it come in, it looked like it was a saddle blanket. It looked like it's that big and that wide. Man, I believe that. My faith that God gave me, I exercised it and it brought in a five dollar bill. Amen. And I still took that $5 bill faith that I was given by Almighty God and I've believed God for thousands and thousands and thousands now, see. Amen. 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 My wife told me the other day, she said, I need a certain amount of money. Praise God, pray and believe God. We got it. Amen. When did you get it? When we prayed. Amen. We got happy then. We got it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. After it come in, I, you know, I told she didn't say much about it. I said, "Well, ain't you happy to come in?" Not no more happy than I was when we prayed. <laughs> See, that's faith, folks. That's believing God. See, when we pray, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them. Then that have them. You know that you shall have them. See, that's God's part. Let God handle His part. You handle yours. Keep the Pinocchio. In Pinocchio syndrome, the no syndrome out of God's business and take care of yours and you'll have them. Amen? Thompson, that's a good sermon. Pinocchio sermon. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Righteousness is the God-given ability to stand in the face of any crisis and win stand in the face of any crisis. I don't care what it is. See, Jesus Christ was righteousness revealed to the world. See, the Jewish people, they you know, they was afraid of God. Oh, if I do this, see under the law, you do this or this thing right here will come upon you. See, they didn't know God as Father. See, he's not God to me. He's Father, can't you see? Hallelujah. Praise God. He's not God. You know, folks always talk about God. You ever heard him talk about God? Like you got eight O's in the middle. God. No, he's not God. He's Father. He's Father. When I go before Father, I know I get my prayer answered. His eyes are over the righteous and His ears are open unto our prayers. See? He's sitting on ready. He was personally present in Christ Jesus, hugging the world unto Himself. For God so loved the world, the heathen. Amen. Amen. Praise be unto God. Well, hallelujah. Righteousness is the ability to walk in the presence of a pure holy God without any condemnation. See, if you walk in, you know, I hear a lot of, Oh, Lord, I'm so unworthy. Well, he don't care about hearing that. It's a lie. Oh, Lord, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even worthy to unlatch your shoes. I come in your presence. Oh, yeah, that's a lie. See, that's a lie spewed out of the pit of hell, and people think that, see. Say, well, didn't one of the disciples say that? Yes, but that man wasn't born again yet. He wasn't saved yet. He wasn't even available. Till Jesus raised the dead, the new birth wasn't even available. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're not living under an old covenant, but under a covenant of grace, something given to you, blessed be God, that you didn't deserve, but you now deserve it because Jesus was your substitute. Amen. Hallelujah. A God-given ability to stand in the force of anything that comes, no matter what comes. Praise be unto God. 2 Corinthians five, twenty-one said he was made sin, Jesus was made sin with my sin, that we could be made, not become, but made the very righteousness of Almighty God, made righteous. Romans 5, 19 said, For by one man, Adam, his disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Now that's the difference in becoming righteous. See, one of these days we're going to become right. No, we're not going to become. We was made a righteous being. Amen. You was made righteous. Amen. Amen. What does that mean? That, well, brother, son, you know, I'm, I don't feel righteous. Well, brother, son, it seems like sometimes I am not righteous. What does it make like seem like, feel like, or look like, or anything else? How many of you rather have a million dollars or feel like a million? Huh? I'd rather have it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I just feel so unworthy. Well, what has that got to do with it? You need to get over here and find out what God has made you and put that in your mouth and quit talking about how I feel, how I fail, how I've not pleased God, how I should have done better. If I'd have done this, I'd have been further down the road. That had not got anything to do with anything. What you do is you confess it before Almighty God, and when you do, He'll cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be unto God. In Romans, the fourth chapter and the 25th verse, he said, who was delivered up, Jesus, who was delivered up for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. The word justification and the word righteous is the identically the same word. So righteousness means justified. Before Almighty God, you're justified. <laughs> I mean you're justified yeah brother Sullivan, you know since I've been saved i failed I've missed it well is anybody here hadn't failed or missed it since they've been saved if it is raise your hand we'll have altar call right now for liars just raise your hand you gonna give that altar call again and then they get, get, no, get no seekers on that one No, I don't know anybody that had missed it, but God isn't interested in whether you missed it or you didn't miss it. That don't bother God. Are you listening to me? It bothers preachers. See, preachers, if they don't have some sin or that demon of whiskey or, or, or abortion to preach about, they ain't got a sermon. Amen? Are you listening to me? Blessed be God. God and, and, and all that interesting. Now, he's in you. Pressing on towards the mark. If you fall, get up and don't even look back. Paul said, I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on towards the mark of the high calling of Almighty God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Someone said, well, yeah, that's good, but you can't get it. You can't ever get it. Kind of like a carrot out in front of that horse and he's just trying to get it. He can't get it. You never reach that perfection. Paul said, I finished my course. Amen. Amen. He said, I kept the faith. He said, I'm ready to be delivered. Amen. He said, I hadn't decided exactly whether I'm going to stay here or leave. Amen. 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 Praise be unto God. Being skillful, being skillful in righteousness. See, praise God every one that uses milk is unskillful see to be skillful in something you've got to use it just cause you are just like i told you this morning i got a power saw chainsaw i i mean i got one of them good ones what's the name of it? steel it's a good one best in my, i mean it's top of the line i mean it's got it said turbo something on it i don't know what that meant whether it is or not. i don't i don't know anybody, but i ain't skillful with that thing you know but it belongs to me it's mine I got a piece of paper in there in, 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 in my desk. Like, it's got my name on it. Mine. See, it's mine, but I can't use that thing. I'll like cut out a tree and it'll fall, fall on your car. See, I can't, throw that. I can't make that thing do what I want. See, I can't use that thing good. But I've I, I cut down some small stuff. You know, if I stay with it long enough cutting them small stuff down, if it won't be long. I'd get where I'd make one of them big trees fall where I wanted to. But I'm planning on from this day forward not to get skillful with that thing. (laughs) But you know, some of you know what I I, I bass fish every now and then. You know? I always, you know, I always come up, I've been bass fishing since in the 40s. And I come up, I always had someone to paddle for me and I'd cast. And then they come along, you know, with a, with a, a trolling motor. Well, I always had someone run a trolling motor. I never did learn to run a trolling motor. And then a few years ago, you know, uh, my oldest boy and me, we, we fished together all the time, and he always run the trolling motor. And, uh, and I, I went off, uh, you know, man, he just could get that thing. You know, a kid to learn something right now. That's why it's so important to put him in children's church. Amen. Hey, learn something right now. I've seen them come down front, just all stove up, look like they're 90 years old, and got the arthritis and the lumbago combined, and get down here, you lay hands on them. Man, they, just took, they thought they was healed. Amen. They didn't have no better sense. They thought, man, I got healed by God. They, don't have, they didn't have nothing to undo, outdo, or or nothing. They just thought, man, they take off. They just receive. See, Jesus said you come like a little child and receive. Amen. Amen. If daddy said, I'm going to buy you that ice cream cone, I got a one ice cream coming. Amen. Well, you know, last year I start, I I didn't fish any I didn't fish any for fourteen years I just quit fishing I didn't I, I didn't pick up a reel rod and reel maybe once twice just every now and then didn't didn't even, you know didn't even get involved in it but last year I started fishing a little a uh, uh, little more regular. And I had a partner, Ricky Lawrence, and we, and we fished together. And I put Ricky in front of the boat, you know, and I give him first shot when we cast it, but he's running the trolling motor, you know. See, and I got mental. And, 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 and the way I fish, I don't tell anybody where we go or what we do or anything else, we, you know, because I pull up to a spot and start to fish, and that fellow I carried the other day, there he sits there grinning, see. And so I don't, I don't do that. So we keep, you know, we we don't tell anyone. And, and a lot of time, most time, Rick can get up. But but for the last year or so, he uh, he's had times he's had to work, you know, behind, and he had to work. And I had to learn to run a trolling motor. And I got off down there in the bottom last year, and I got one of them, I got one of them trolling motors that is the strongest one they make. Man, it'll just pull that thing. and put it on that that. I got a battery, the best battery. I, I mean, he said it's the best, and you can't buy a better battery. Man, and it will run. And I got down there, and I hooked that thing up, and I sat on the side, and I turned that thing on, and round and around and around in a circle, and I go around, and, and i look looking around, who's watching me? And I, I, I said, I need to get somewhere where I can practice on this thing, you know, before they turn me loose, you know. And, I, and, and folks looking, and I knew they was looking, You know? I it out in the bar pitch, you know, and I wanted to just go down there, and I, you know, and folks was looking, you know, and here I was, you know, and round and around. And, 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 and you know, and it, it pulled the boat just completely sideways, and I'm wanting to go this way, and round and around. I like to never learn how to do that. I finally put me a tire in the back end of that thing, you know, kind of balance it out, and, you know, I got where I could, and I can run that truck, but it took practice. I thought anybody, anybody's got a handle on June, just it, down the road like a little bicycle or something, roller skates, you know. there's <laughs> anybody but you can't. It's the same way with righteousness. Amen. <laughs> I was fishing not too long ago. And folks kept watching me. And finally these folks got over by me and said, Mr. I want to ask you something. I said, Yeah? what you got that tire in the back of that boat for? <laughs> I said, in case I have a flat, and I just kept... <laughs> <laughs> this is <going> on. <laughs> Unskillful in the word of righteousness. See, you got to get skillful by your use. Amen? <laughs> amen. Can you say amen tonight? Praise be unto God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Romans 5, 17 said, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Reign in life. You know what reign in life means? That means I reign over sin. I reign over sickness. I reign over failure. I reign. How do I reign? Because I've been given a gift of righteousness. Right. Praise be unto God. I got a gift from God. What is it? The very righteousness of Almighty God. What will it do? The same thing it did in Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Praise God. You know, 2 Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation, a new creation. What is this new creation man? Huh? You know Ephesians 2.10 said, For we are God's workmanship created in Christ. We're his workmanship. Hold your finger there in in, in the fifth chapter of Hebrews and turn with me, if you will, back to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. It's a scripture there so good. I've read it so many times. Praise God. Fourth chapter of Ephesians. Look in the 24th verse. What kind of creation is this born again? God made man. What is this man that's been born again? What is he? Is he just an old sinner saved by grace? How many of you ever heard that? Everyone here? What are you? Well, we're just old sinners saved by grace. I see see signs on people's cars. And I'm watching them bumper stickers. And I watch them, you know. I used to be bad about making fun of some of them stickers. But I I ain't, you know... that's part of growing up too, Amen, Hallelujah. You Used to talk about one old woman had a Studebaker, and and <laughs> I wasn't much on them Studebakers either. But her old bumper dragged, and it said Jesus saves, and it dragging, you know. And I thought, dear Lord, I hope don't nobody see that on her car, you know, Amen. You know what? Wh- wh- Man, if I get saved, I can get, me, I can get me a Studebaker with a dragon bumper. No, we don't need to portray that kind of image either. Praise God. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah. I saw a bumper sticker the other day. It said, be patient with me. God ain't through with me yet. Well, let me tell you something, folks. God is through with you. He's done everything it takes for you to have life and godliness in the person of Jesus Christ. He ain't doing nothing else. Do you understand that? God is through with you. He got through with you in the person of Christ. When Jesus Christ went to the cross, he died for me. He was buried for me. He descended for me. He was raised for me. Now we sit together in heavenly places in Christ. He's through with you. Now it's up to us to find out what he's through with. Amen. Amen. What he's done in that divine process. Praise God. You find Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Amen. Amen. He's talking about renewing your mind. 23rd verse. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Get you thinking like this. He wants you to think like this. And that you put on the new man. Where? In your mind. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on the new man. How is this man created? Which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. That's how you were created. How? Now listen to him. And that you put this moment new man on in your mind sees he's already on in your spirit but you've got to get your head lined up with what God has done in the new birth. If you don't never get your thinking in line with God's word and what he's done in your spirit it won't do you a bit of good. It would be like you having a million dollars in the bank and you don't even know you got it up there. Won't do you one bit of good. Won't do you any good. When you pray, you'll doubt whether you get your prayers answered. When you pray, you won't know whether God's going to answer it or not. When you pray, uh, you'll think, Well, oh Lord, if, thy, if it be thy will, some way, somehow, help me, you know. And God you know, will answer some of them and help best he can. But he's got he's to do what he says in his word. That's when a, a man... Knows who he is. God invites him in. There in the fourth chapter of Hebrews, he said, come boldly under the throne room of Almighty God and obtain grace and, uh, and favor in a time of need. Amen. Obtain mercy and grace to help in a time of need. When you need help. He said, yes, I need help. Well, how is it you going to get it? Well, I don't know. Well, you ain't going to get it. He said, come boldly. Not arrogant, boldly. Come boldly in, looking God full in his wonderful face, saying, Father, I thank you right now for what Jesus has provided for me. I thank you that he has set me free. Father, I thank you today that you made me the rare, very righteousness of Almighty God. You said the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamite, and it's working. I pray this day, and I'm believing you and it exerts a force out of you that receives from Almighty God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new man in your mind which after God is created. Which after God is created how? Well, the poor soul. The poor me. Amen. No. No. Created after God in righteousness and true holiness. See, most Christians run around act just about. How many of you ever seen Jackie Gleason and them shows, The Honeymooners, years ago? Amen. <laughs> how many of y'all ever seen the poor soul? <laughs> Alice wants for supper. What's for supper, Alice. Did the neighbors bring anything in? The poor soul. And you fooled with him just a little bit and he said, I'm mm, going to the sky. You know, he threatened her, you know. You remember them? The honeymoon. That's the way most folks think. They think, they think they're the poor old soul. They think God saved them and all they got coming is going to heaven when they die. Blessed be God. Jesus prayed, Father, I pray your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He wants you blessed here. How many of you know you won't need one nickel in heaven? he won't have to pass out commodities, he won't have to pass out any kind of stamps, none of that bless God, hallelujah it'll be plenty and more than enough amen and he said if you'll be a tither I'll open the windows of heaven for you down here amen Amen. praise God praise God How, how is this new creation man this God made man he's created in righteousness after God, after God Created in righteousness and true holiness. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. Well, if I'm created righteous and in true holiness, then I've got to become skillful in this righteousness, because I made that way. I've got to be able to use this. Just because I have it, Amen. They don't. It's kind of like that trolling motor, man. I've had trolling motor. I've had trolling motor since back in the '60s when they first come out with them late 50's and early 60's I got me one of them things but I never did learn to run that thing but it was mine amen I could put it on the boat I could turn it around on, and round and round and round, and round, and round and you know, and I, but I couldn't use it I guarantee you right now I, I, I can climb button willows with one I can run them I can, I can, go I can cut zeros with them Amen. I can make donuts with them things. Amen. But I got to be skillful with it. I got to using it. I got to use it. You have to use your righteousness. When do you use your righteousness? Oh, in a crisis, I'll go to God. No, when something small comes, I start using that $5 faith, that $2 faith, that little uh, headache faith. I use my righteousness in the small things, and I grow, and I get skillful with them. Bless God to the point that God will take those jumper cables, and he'll have me laying hands on somebody else and boosting them. Off, praise God. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrews, the fifth chapter. You still got a finger in there? Thirteenth verse. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he's a babe. But strong meat belongs to who? Them that are of full age, even those by reason of use, have their senses. Exercise discern both good and evil. They've exercised it. They've exercised it. Amen. Amen. How many of you know you can exercise your righteousness to the point that it'll extend out to your physical being? Your senses will discern both good and evil? I tell you what, when sickness tries to come, your physical senses will repel that stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, how do you get there? You start using it. You start using it. Hallelujah. You know that trolling motor I got now? I believe that thing's got five forward speeds on it. And one of them, I can turn it on one, and it'll go faster than anybody can paddle. And I can put it on two, and, 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 and ain't no two men can out paddle. I can put that thing on three, and the Olympic rowing team can't catch me. But I can turn it all the way open, and I'm telling you I've set sail. Here I come. <laughs> Amen but I had to learn down here on that one. You know, I thought I just turned on wide open, and man, I just shoot right down there, and I turned on wide open, and round and round and round and round and round, and and I went. See? So I backed her down. (laughs) Put on one. And I got skillful. I've seen folks look at me when I'd be fishing. I believe in fishing in in them treetops but I ain't never seen no one just get the boat and all up in them tree tops, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I got skillful with it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. How'd they get that away? By reason of use. By using it. You use your righteousness. Hallelujah. Praise God. Every opportunity, use your righteousness praise God praise God praise God hallelujah back when I was a small child family of farmers here in our community well some of the best that's ever been in this part of the country was Watterson Pratt and his folks and they had big farms big plantations I mean had share crops, they had everything on them. And he was one of the best farmers in this part of the country. And he liked to bass fish. That's where I picked up bass fishing just as a young, young boy. And nobody in this part of the country ever bass fished. And they just, you know, even if they caught them, they wouldn't eat them. We didn't eat bass. You know, we just wouldn't eat them thing. Now you know most folks can't eat them. You know that? Because they can't catch them. <laughs> <But don't> <laughs> <laughs> But back then we didn't eat them things we wouldn't eat them we'd give them away Barfish, we give them away now they got a proper name sand bass some folks get rid white bass and they got all kind of names they call them a goggle eye perch now a uh, uh, a rock bass he is no he's just a big mouth perch that's all <laughs> we wouldn't eat them things now now they count them in how many fish you caught oh i caught 26 today yeah Opened the box and they got 21 goggle eye. Per- oh, that's rock bass. No, them ain't bass. Amen. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, listen. To, Mr. Pratt liked the bass fish. And, 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 and in the United States, we did, we did nobody in this part of the country uh, a bass fish or have anything to do with it, you know? And so he sent to England and ordered a, a rod and reel. I'll never forget it. The little old rod was about three foot long. It's a metal rod made out of a metal. And it was limber enough that, that you could throw the thing. And he had a reel on there, kind of like an old whale rope. Wasn't much to it. And he got two or three old plugs, looked like, looked like a piece of wood, you know, painted and by some spots on it, kind of like an alligator. And he had two or three. And you know that old man got good with that thing. Now, I've seen him stand for hours out there and throw in a bucket, throw in that bucket. He throw in that bucket throwing that book, I've been off with him and I'll tell you what, I know when he first started, he'd go to throw there just like y'all he'd throw right over there. See? Ain't that right, Ann? You ever been off with of Clayton? <laughs> I've been off with Mr. Watt as a kid. What? Watch that, see it, not he throw it a knot. He, I mean, he done, he done got exercise with it. He got skillful with it. Do you understand what I'm saying? You've got to get that skillful like a brain surgeon with your righteousness, knowing who you are. When a problem comes up, you don't wait till you're trying to throw it way over there and doing the streniest thing you can do. You start right here, in the little thing, the little thing, and you grow, and you grow, and you grow, and you get to where you're a seasoned veteran in your righteousness. God will put you on the front lines working with those that need help. Blessed be God, he'll promote you in rank, and you you'll be able to do the works of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, stand up on your feet. Hallelujah.